The Accident Mortgage and Realty Show is sponsored by Accident Mortgage, an equal housing lender at MLS ID 255368, and Accident Realty Advisors, which is a separate company from but still affiliated with Accident Mortgage. Welcome to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show, getting you inside information on buying, selling, and financing your home with expert advice from Acunet Mortgage and Realty's Brian Wickert on WTMJ. Well, a very pleasant Sunday to you. Welcome to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show. I'm Mark Segrist, along with Acunet Mortgage and Acunet Realty Advisors, owner Brian Wickard, and Chief Millennial Loan Consultant David Wickard. Now, if you have a question or a comment during our program, give us a call or text us on the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. The number, as always, is 414-799-1620. Gentlemen, pleasant morning to you as well. And uh, the middle of the morning to you, Mark. Uh, we're going to start out the show today talking about this, uh, I'm going to call it breathless, chest-grabbing Shrill. One might shrill? Say. You like that word, shrill. Um, in the Wall Street Journal, and the headline was, Mortgage Rates Fast Approaching 5%, A Fresh Blow to the Housing Market. And the lead paragraph went on to say, Mortgage rates hit their highest level in more than seven years this week at nearly 5%, a level that could deter many home buyers and represents another setback for the slumping housing market. <laughs> All right. So here's the now we're going to unpeel that onion and, and uh, channel our inner uh, Aaron Rodgers here. Freddie Mac's weekly survey, which came out on Thursday, reflecting rates from Tuesday. Uh, said that the average 30-year fixed rate was 4.9 in America if you're willing to pay a half a discount point, which is 1000 bucks on a $200,000 loan, in addition to whatever other normal costs the uh, lender charges, which at many, many lenders, by the way, includes a oh, $495 to $995 of various origination fees. The vice president's fees. What do pay for that middle management. Oh, that's right. And what are our uh, origination fees, David? Zero. Zero. That's American right. dollars. All right, so way back on August 30th, a whole 45 days ago, the Freddie Mac weekly survey rate was 4.52 with a half a discount point. A year ago, the Freddie Mac uh, weekly survey showed a 3.91 rate. All right, so here we go. Let's say it out loud together. R E L A X. There you go. Relax, because here's what it really means. For Acunets, typical 2018 first time home buyer who purchased on average a $170,000 home and put 10% down, which surprised me on the yeah. amount of the down payment, but a lot of people get gifts from their parents and stuff like that, which means they borrowed $153,000 American dollars. They are now paying, are you ready? Buckle your seatbelts. $35 more a month at today's rate of 4.875 with no points, okay, versus August rates of 4.5 with no points. If you had a 740 or higher credit score, the current APR is 5.12. That's because of the cost of monthly private mortgage insurance, mm -hmm. which is included on top of the actual interest rate. The APR 45 days ago, 4.73. So no matter how you look at it, rates are up three-eighths or 0 0.375 in decimals, uh, decimal points from late summer. And it is true, it's up a full percentage from a year ago. Well, David, I bet you're wondering, how does the payment compare from a year ago? Indeed. Yeah. On that $153,000 $153, 30-year fix, up 80 bucks. 
Okay, but cancel now, cancel the home search. Well, right. I'm done. So here's what do you remember from the latest jobs report? What was the average hourly earnings increase year over year? Two percent. Two point eight. Okay. Okay. So let's tone that down and just say you're not one of those lucky devils that got the average of two point eight. Let's say your income is only up two percent. Yeah. Well, our average first-time home buyer household income is seventy-five thousand dollars. So if you do the math on that, it's an extra fifteen hundred bucks a year, one hundred and twenty-two dollars per month, which even Shazam. after tax, yeah, is more than that eighty dollars. So per your month. income is keeping up with cost well, of money. Exactly. What about our repeat, our move-up buyers? Certainly, sure. it's hurting them more. Yeah. Well, our average loan amount there so far this year for move-up buyers, who by the way, on average, put twenty percent down. Wow. Okay. So you know, rolling over their equity. Uh, right now, we could do no points uh, on a two hundred fifty thousand dollars loan amount with twenty percent down. No points and eight hundred and eighty-eight dollars of total loan cost. Uh, so a rate of four point nine nine percent. The APR is five point oh one two because they're just a schnibble of closing costs that go into the APR. Yeah, Ooh, their payments up seventy-six bucks a month from August. So. And 152, that number was also in the Wall Street Journal article. Yeah. Hey, but if our average household income for move-up buyers is $133,000, probably two people working or what have you. It's 2600 bucks a year. Yep. 2% higher income is $221. So once again, yeah. income is keeping up with... Now, now, maybe if you throw on home appreciation from a year ago, maybe we're behind the curve. I didn't factor that in. But the bottom line, folks, to quote our awesome quarterback from your Green Bay Packers is R-E-L-A-X. The sky is not falling. Indeed. With this. Now, d does it seem like it's bad when you're sitting at the front lines of mortgage lending? Yeah, it's a noticeable increase. Um, but it's, it's in, in, in the big picture, it's not horrible. All right. When we come back from this first break, uh, I am going to either walk you through the Fannie Mae Home Purchase Sentiment Index, which is really kind of interesting, I guess if you're a geek like me, or the September uh, Home Sale Let's Update. Let's do both. Okay, we'll try to do both when we come back. And you're listening to the Academic Mortgage and Realty Show on WTMJ. Home buying advice from the guys who know it best. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. Don't just listen to you and Jeff on your radio. Find the best brewer's coverage on your phone through the WTMJ second screen. Text the word screen to 414-799-1620 to get instant updates, analysis, and interaction far beyond the broadcast on the WTMJ mobile app. Now, as always, here's a couple of guys always worth listening to, Brian and David. Well, that's so nice of you to say, Mark. So let's kind of take a, a, a trip through this uh, really cool Fannie Mae Home Purchasing Sentiment Index. You know, like what's the mood of home buyers and Potential sellers? home buyers. I think both. Oh. Yeah. Because, yeah, 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 I guess. Uh, and they surveyed 1,001 people to get this. They do it every month. And so this is the September report that just came out in early August. So, David, uh, hazard a guess for me. What percent of respondents say that now is a good time to buy? Do you think it's 50%, uh, 60%, or 70 Half, 50. 58%. Say it's oh. a good time to buy, and that's uh, up slightly from last month, but down from March when 62% said it was a good time to buy. 32% um, say it's not a good time to buy. So isn't that interesting that, you know, 
some people How does see that the compared? Glass? Isn't the current national home ownership rate flirting around 60? Yeah, okay. something like that. So Amazing that's how that's similar. And so what Fannie Mae does in building this index is they look at the difference. So the difference between the positive answer and the negative answer is 26. So they add 26, and then the next question is, is now a good time to sell? Well, 64% people say it's a good time to sell, and only 26% say it's a bad time to sell. And this is all relative to your perspective. You remember the Rudyard Kipling story about the five blind men feeling an elephant? You know, and one said, oh, this thing is like a sword because he was feeling the tusk and the other felt the leg and said it was like a tree trunk and another one felt the ear and said it was like a great palm tree, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. Well, so it depends on your perspective. So nobody's going to line up the same. All right. Um, respondents who say home prices will go up in the next 12 months, 49%. Only 10% say it's going to go down. All right. So there's hmm. your positive differential of 39 This points. sentiment, the how do you feel today yeah, index. Right. Because it, it, the government does the same thing on inflation, by the way, because it's more what people think is going to happen with prices of consumer goods is almost as important as what actually happens because hmm. that what people think uh, informs their behavior right all right uh, respondents who say mortgage rates will go up in the next 12 months well people are in touch with reality uh, that's 60 percent hmm. um, go down is only four percent so those people are dreaming holding on yeah holding on yeah but you never know um, so that's a negative 56 point. All right, what about people who uh, on their job? Because how secure you feel in your job is a big indicator. Um, are you concerned about losing your job in the next 12 months? Not concerned is 89%. Only 10% of people are concerned about losing their job. Okay. So that's a big positive. Uh, what about um, who say their household income is significantly higher than 12 months ago? 28% say that. Significantly lower is only 9%. So that's a 19-point spread to the good. So um, people feel good. Yeah, yeah. People are positive. The 80, so you add it all up, blah, 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 blah. It comes to the sentiment index of 87.7, which is down just a frog hair from a month ago. But to put it in perspective, way back in 2011, mm-hmm. in the still grip of the housing crisis, this index was only 60. So, oh. so it's up significantly from then, and it's been kind of going steadily up. So, so overall, sentiment is still really strong. Hardly a slump, right. as was um, you know purported Opined. in the Wall, Wall Street Journal, one of my favorite publications. All right, when we come back, so that's, that's the sentiment. I think there's still strong sentiment. People might be getting worn out. And so I've got a uh, radio ad running now starting this past week talking about Hey, are you a first-time home buyer out there? What can you do to become a home buyer and have Christmas dinner uh, yet this year? Are you stealing my lines? Now? I am. I am okay. stealing your lines. All right, we'll cover what you can do to become a home owner yet this year when we come back. And Brian and David, we've got a caller for you if you wish to take that during the upcoming segment. Sure. So we'll just ask Happy them to, to hold on for you. You're listening to the Acura Mortgage and Realty Show on WTMJ. Getting you into the home of your dreams. Here's more of the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. WTMJ Radio presenting the hometown call to Turner Hall this coming Monday tomorrow. I said free event tomorrow. We'll feature a massive movie screen broadcast at Turner Hall Ballroom of Game 3 of the National League Championship Series between the Brewers and the L.A. Dodgers. Sync to Hall of Fame broadcast uh, play-by-play specialist Bob Euchre. 
carrying that broadcast on WTMJ, of course, and the Associated Bank Brewers Radio Network. Plus, the Racing Sausages will be there. Did I say this event is completely free? Yes, I do. And the doors are open at 530. WTMJ News Time is 1025. Brian and David, we do have a caller on the line from Shorewood, if you wish. We are ready to entertain oh. Ray's call. All right. Ray, go ahead, sir. Welcome to the show. Hey, good morning, morning, Brian and David. Thanks for taking my call. Of course. You're hey, uh, uh, just a question regarding uh, you know getting parents from our uh, getting parents getting money from our parents. Um, we're uh, we're we're we've got twenty percent to pay on the house, which is you know good. But now our parents want to help us even further, and maybe even double that. Um, we're worried about gift tax implications. Uh, can you give me some information on that? Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to let David handle this question. I'm just going to give the disclaimer. Check with your tax advisor or go to irs.gov, irs.gov, and type in the search bar gift tax, and you will come up with this information that David is about to share with you. Okay, go, David. So every, or at least in 2018, uh, anyone can give anybody else $15,000 without having to file a gift return. And it's a person-to-person uh, transaction. Right. So your dad could give you 15 and your mom could give you 15. And then dad could give spouse 15 and mom could give spouse 15. So they could give you $60,000 this year without needing to file a gift return. And, and they don't have to say anything to anybody. Yep. And same with your in-laws. So they could true. give you 15 and your wife 15. The dad could and then the mom. Blah, blah. So you could really get 120000 if you had four donor parents yes. and two recipients. So then. Are they going to give you more than 120? Yeah. Uh, we were looking at about uh, we were looking at about that, but it was uh, only coming from one one side of the family. So I think I'm going to okay. have to get up the other well, side let's, of the family. Yeah, let's address that. All right, so let's say that that you know uh, her parents are the are the people that are willing. And by the way, if any, I'm sure anybody listening who would like to be adopted by those people yeah. at, as adults, can you get adopted as an adult? Sure. Okay. I, I don't, don't think so. No, you can't. All right. So because that's very generous of your folks, and and we should have a conversation offline. You know, like tomorrow about just overall financial planning. Yeah. Um, and how to use money. We're going to talk. Stay tuned for the second half of the show. I've got a topic on that, or you know, a story to share about that. But all right, so let's say that this one set of parents wants to gift more than sixty thousand dollars. Then, David, what incredibly onerous process do they have to go through? They have to tell their finan- or their financial advisor, their tax, tax advisor, preparer, tax yeah. preparer, that they've given a gift above this year's annual exclusion, and then they need to file a gift return mm-hmm. that says, "Dear Uncle Sam." Instead of being able to give away $5.3 million so far in my lifetime. Without I, paying any without gift tax any or gift having tax. the recipient pay any you know gift tax on receiving the gift, which I, now, I don't think you ever have to pay, by the way. I now only can give away $5.2 million right, or right, right. whatever in <laughs> gift. And if you're married, congratulations, that is doubled right. to 10.6 here in 2018. Right. So the answer, the the... Really short answer is nothing to worry about. The worst thing that they'll need to do, and you know, they might have to pay their uh, prepare. tax preparer an extra fifty bucks to yeah. file this extra form. Yeah, I can cover that. They got to tell the IRS. Yeah, there are, there's no tax on the recipient nor the giver. Does that make you feel good? Oh, that makes you feel great. Uh, you know, we're just <laughs> we're you know, of course, they're being generous. We just were uh, worried about their money. Yeah, so. and this is 
this is a really good, I'm glad you brought this up because this is a very common question. All right, so then I'm going to say, if you want to leave your, your phone number with the producer, either David or I, let's have a conversation this coming week then about, well, should you throw all that money down towards the down payment? Or what's the exact right, you know, blend of things uh, for you? would love to help you out and give you some even more customized advice. All right, we're up against the uh, news break here. Thanks for calling into the show. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about the updated actual numbers for home sales. Uh, in not only the five-county Milwaukee metro area, but also some markets in the rest of the state when we come back after the news. Don't break the bank to get into a house. Back to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. And we are back with Brian and David. And, guys, I guess in this segment we're going to talk about some home sales, right? Yeah, indeed, because, you know, last uh, week we reported what I thought would be good numbers for the five-county Milwaukee area, and the numbers last week showed that home sales were down 9.2% uh, from September 2017 when you look at single-family detached homes, condos, and duplexes all together. Well, apparently there were some tardy real estate agents because now the revised number for September, we're only down 7.7%. That's 161 fewer closed transactions compared to 2017. Uh, by the way, the total number of successful sales was 1,935. You know, if we wanted to say that more positively, David, we could say, well, we sold 93% as, you know, uh, of last year's sales. There you go. That sounds better. The dollar volume, though, is only down 1.1%. Compared to a year earlier, that's because the median selling price this past month was a whopping 11.6% higher than a year earlier, coming in at $209,000. The other good news, and I mentioned this in my Mortgage Minute with uh, Gene Miller uh, running this week, is that there were 487 more homes listed for sale than what sold. So a little better inventory situation, and I think that's really the reason why home sales are down is just not enough inventory because here's a little bit of a perspective um i looked at wauwatosa always talked about as one of the hotter markets and there are currently 100 homes listed for sale that do not have offers in the whole city of wauwatosa and by the way there are 57 that have offers right now but if you then narrow your search like you would if you were a real home buyer and you say, well, you know what, I really want to live uh, north of the village, which is State Street, and uh, maybe I want to live east of Swan Boulevard, which is about 92nd. Well, now there are only 37 homes for sale in Wauwatosa that do not have offers. And if you further put some other criteria on it, like, and I just did this kind of randomly, I said, well, I want three bedrooms and I want at least one and a half baths and I want to price under $300,000, in addition to being north of State Street and east of 92nd. There are no homes for sale. No, there are 16. Okay. So, you know, if you're like a real homeowner, you know, or home shopper who's shopping, it, it does, I think, still spell in many markets uh, slim pickings. All right. So I said before the break, okay, or sometime, maybe two breaks ago, so what can you do? Whether you're a first-time home buyer or you are a repeat home buyer, yep. you know what are some strategies? And in the current ad that I have running, I say, you know what? If you get a rock-solid pre-approval uh, from Acunet, or you already have one, if you want to have a consultation with your real estate agent, oh, maybe you don't have a good one. 
Uh, we'll help you find one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and your Acunet Loan Consultant and me, the Chief Homebuyer Helper, and have a brainstorming session of, okay, what could we do differently? What could we change about the way you've been going about this the last two, three, or six months mm-hmm. to help you become a homeowner and have Christmas dinner at your new home? Yet this year, I will take out the time. I, I will invest the time in having a phone consultation with you, your real estate agent, and your Acunet Loan Consultant, and brainstorm what could we do. And some of the things that are would be on the top of my list would be, can we expand your price range? Sure. You know, because people are often afraid. Well, I can't get, I really don't want to spend more than $225,000. Well, let's look at your, or whatever the number is, 175. Why is that? Let's talk about that. Well, what is the real life cost of maybe 10000 more dollars exactly. in purchase price? That's right. Does that get you into a new group of homes right. that you could be considering? Uh, and sometimes I noticed I was I took a run yesterday and I go around the soccer park here in Heartland. There are a lot of fancy trucks. I can only imagine how much in SUVs and stuff like that. I can only imagine there are a lot of people that have seven hundred dollar truck payments or car payments. And that yeah. would be one thing we look at is like, do you really need to be driving a seven hundred and fifty dollar truck? Because you maybe know, if you can sleep in it. Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. if you tone that down, you know, to three fifty or four hundred, oh, what does that translate into? Right. So we'll look at mind blowing options like that, or, you know, maybe you got to expand the geography where you're looking. Hey, you you really thought you wanted to live in Wauwatosa, and maybe you got to stick with that. But, you know, are there any other neighborhoods in the Greater Milwaukee area that might be just as good? And a lot of times, you know, if you go from Milwaukee County to Waukesha County or Washington County you can buy more home because the property taxes are less. Have you considered that? So as people, you know, if you're part of the frustrated either first-time or move-up buyer uh, crowd and you would like to change that and actually get something done, give us a call at Acunet Mortgage or click on that blue button. The first step is to get a rock-solid guaranteed pre-approval so that you really know there are going to be no surprises uh, when you get to the closing table. All right, so that's my pitch. When you, when we come back from this next break, I want to share a real-life story that I had yesterday, a conversation I had yesterday with a repeat client who uh, has got a lot of equity in his house. And the question was, should I tap the equity in my house to help pay for my kid's college tuition and or fund some investments that would help me in retirement? We'll cover that when we come back. And you're listening to the Acumen Mortgage and Realty Show on WTMJ. Don't break the bank to get into a house. Back to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. It's the backers and the 49ers on Monday Night Football. Can the green and gold pull off a much-needed victory? Gene Miller gets a game preview from voice of the Packers, Wayne Larravee. All coming up at 7.51 Monday on Wisconsin's Morning News. We're back with uh, Brian and David. And guys, you're about to give us some advice on best use of equity, huh? Indeed, and and I hope that Ray is still listening. Ray was a first-time homebuyer who called in and is talking about what size down payment should he make. And so this is kind of related to the same topic. So I had this conversation yesterday with a friend and, and repeat customer of mine whom we provided to whom we provided an amazing 15-year fixed-rate refinance to back in 2012 at, yes, this is a real rate from back then, folks, 2, 2.875%. We loaned him $214,000 at the time, and his home at that 
time. Uh, six years ago, appraised for $335,000. Just as a point of fact that we're going to come back to, the 30-year fixed rate at that time would have been 3.5%. Uh, and that payment would have been $500 less per month if you'd gone the 30 or fixed on the 15. David, you just looked at how much of his monthly $1,465 payment is going towards principal right now. Oh, about $1,100. In yeah. six years' time, you've knocked off $70,000 yeah. So, debt? So the really terrific news for uh, this uh, couple is that they have reduced their principal balance by an amazing seventy-two thousand dollars. They got a ton of equity. They are down to one hundred and forty-two thousand, and only nine years left to go. Hmm. And they're in their mid fifties. So by the time they get to your typical retirement of age, they will own this home free and clear, which is kind of cool. And that will the secret weapon there, you know, and why people do this is then that will free up fourteen hundred and sixty-five dollars, you know, in their monthly budget that they won't have to be shelling out. Um, the other true thing is that their house has probably gone up about $60,000 of value. So they have gained, uh, 60 plus 17, $132,000 of equity in this house. David, you have a calculation? I was just putting on my financial advisor hat. When you reduce your budget by $1,400 per month, that means you do not need $350,000 to kick out 5% yield every year. Oh, so you can reduce your savings. All right. So his question for me, because now... You know, back when we did the loan in 2012, his two children were in high school and middle school, and now they're in college. And Does that cost money? That costs money, and I was surprised they're going to Wisconsin, you know, University of Wisconsin type schools, but it's still twenty grand per child per year. So, you know, that's forty grand a year, 40 grand a year. And, and to, to their credit, they are paying for their children's education out of their current income, which is a hefty, you know, chunk. It's uh, $3,666 a month, you know, and it comes in lumps. Yeah. But, you know, now they've got some more time to go on one student than the other, so I calculated that they will need $64,000 um, to fund the rest of the college tuition. And so boil it all down, and, and, and my recommendation was, hey, I think you should borrow. Keep your 2875 first mortgage because that's the biggest chunk of money yeah it's right and then go out and borrow sixty four thousand right now buy borrow it all right now because rates are probably going to go up and i found them a second mortgage fixed for 20 years at 4.84 percent and that's going to have a payment i think of 440 dollars a month so instead of kind of struggling really i mean because that's a lot of money to scrimp and save and take out of your monthly budget on average 3600 bucks a month Borrow all the money right now up front on a fixed-rate second mortgage, and instead of having to find $3,600 a month, now you only have to pay $440 a month. David? I think I did this right, and it's blended rate yeah. across both three-and-a-half-ish? Yes, that's exactly what I came up okay. with. So, um, you know, and then I went back, and I was playing Monday morning quarterback, and I was thinking, well, should he have taken the 30-year fixed rate, you know, back in 2012? 2012. Uh, yeah, the payment would have been $500 less. So if you p saved all that money, you'd come up with $36,000 of equity outside. And in order to match the yep. equity that he's got in the 15-year, yep. blah, 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 he would have had to have gotten a 10% return, compounded annual growth rate, which is lofty, yeah. right? Yeah. I think most financial advisors say maybe you can count on 6 or 7 so 10, but it turns out, you know, in hindsight is 2020, right? 
the Standard & Poor's compound annual growth rate from 2012 to right now is 15.3. Mm -hmm. So he would have come out ahead, but not knowing that back in tw 2012, I think, that I think he ended up uh, doing the right thing. But this is all about a conversation uh, of the equity in your home is dead to you, as they say on The Sopranos or The Godfather or mm. whatever, mm -hmm. because the only two ways you can get at it are to borrow or to sell. Right. And so that's a conversation I like to have with all of our home buyers to, let's call it, right-size their down payment. Let's talk a little bit more about that. Uh, when we come back. You know what impresses me about the work you guys do? Uh, you have such a range of clients at different economic levels, and regardless of the level, everyone has to deal with reality. Yes. That's right. That's right. And we're trying to do the very best thing we can for that person and to help them think ahead. Right. That's and, our job. And you're listening to the Accident Mortgage and Realty Show on WTMJ. Important home buying questions and answers you can count on. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. We are back with Brian and David. And gentlemen, you have a caller, Gary from Wauwatosa. Welcome to the show, Jerry. How can we help? Hey, how are you doing today? Excellent, excellent. How can we help you today? Great. Well, so I, I kind of more of a comment, and I just want some feedback. Um, it's something we've already done, but I'm just kind of wondering on overall feedback for long term going forward. So in 2004, we took an $80,000 loan on a house that was about 140. We started doubling up payments, and we have since paid off the house. Um, we were wondering at that time, we paid it off two years ago. We were wondering at the time, would it have been better to take a 15-year uh, arm on it and then take your tax breaks annually for the, for the ride of the loan, or was it best to just pay it off and then pay our mortgage to ourselves for the remainder of the loan? Here's the answer to that question, I think. The question centers around what was the interest rate on the mortgage? Um, you know, I, I don't remember. So it was around 45 or 475 Yeah. So this is what's called an opportunity cost decision uh, because – by in by paying off your mortgage at a four and a half percent interest rate, what you did is you avoided paying that interest expense. So it's like investing in a bond that gave you a four point five percent return on investment. All right. So the, so if anyone out there listening is thinking, hey, should I pay off my mortgage more aggressively, or should I take that money that I could use to pay down my mortgage more aggressively, and should I invest it somewhere else? Think of the interest rate on your mortgage as the return on that fixed rate investment. And so I don't know if you're listening, but I, I just happened to have done the numbers and I looked up on the Internet. What was the compound annual growth rate of the S&P 500 from literally November of 2012 through September of 2018? And the answer was 15.3. So... You know, if you have an extra $1,000 burning a hole in your pocket and your decision is, do I want to avoid interest at 4.5 or could I take that money and earn 15.3? You should always invest it at 15.3. No question about it. But, uh, but the, question, the, the problem is, of course, is, well, you can't really count on the 15.3, right? What right. can you count yep. on? 
And so it's it's that relative comparison. And so, you know, maybe you should have done a little of each. You know, maybe you don't go hog wild and you blend. Dave, you have a comment on that? Former Series 7? No, guy's got a paid-for house. I mean, like, there's there's value in in the cash flow going forward. So That's I'm, right. I'm in the yeah, I'm in the whatever helps you sleep at night camp. That's right. That's right. So it's that, but that's the fundamental question. Thank you for bringing that uh, question up. We appreciate that. One of the things that we're going to talk with Ray about, uh, either tomorrow or later today, whenever we can connect with him. Ray was our our first time home buyer caller. Um, is you know that extra gift that he's going to get from his parents? That's going to be or her parents is going to be useful. Right, because what looks good to a home seller? The bigger the down payment, the better. And so, if we can get gift the letters, the more you communicate, I can get this done. That's Not right. Strict. The certainty yeah. of you as a buyer. And yeah. so, one thing is a rock solid guaranteed pre-approval from AccuNet. Because that says your your lender hasn't just run a credit report. That's what the nation's not the nation's the state's largest bank only runs your credit report and then takes your word on it for your income and down payment. That's their standard go-to pre-qualification letter. Mm -hmm. We don't like to do that. We say, hey, let's document your down payment, including your gift uh, from your parents. So we want to have a gift letter from the parents that says, yes, we will be giving this gift. And, um, And then you could write that offer with a bigger down payment. That looks better. Now, even though you write that offer with a bigger down payment, you don't have to actually do that. So the conversation that I'm anxious to have with Ray and any other home buyer out there, remember my offer, if you or someone you know, especially if they're first-time home buyers, but I'll, I'll do the same thing for move-up buyers. Once you get a rock-solid pre-approval from Acunet, I'm happy to personally consult with you and your real estate agent um, and your Acunet loan consultant, and let's really fine-tune the best game plan for getting you to the closing table You know when you want to. Um, so one thing that they could also do that Ray could also do. Maybe they take that extra down payment, David, and they buy a bigger house. Sure. Because borrow the same amount of money. You mean borrow the same amount of money that they intended to, but buy a bigger house instead of shrinking their mortgage. Sure. Because one thing that I, is in my, you know, sermon lineup of pre- preaching that I like to do mm-hmm. is buy as much house as you can possibly afford now, because rates are probably going to be higher in the foreseeable future, not lower, and home prices are probably going to be higher. So better to, well, and remember, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac could change how they do business in the future. Correct. So with all those uncertainties, hey, why not buy that three-bedroom house now or that four-bedroom house right now that costs more rather than the two-bedroom house? All right? So happy to talk with people because this is serious business. Let's, let's help you become a serious homeowner not just a home shopper. That's what we're good at. All you got to do to get started with a rock solid guaranteed pre-approval to buy or still time to refinance is click on that big blue button at accunet.com. Thanks, Mark. See you oh, again It's a pleasure. Week. This is a great show this weekend. Thank you so much. WTMJ News time is 1058. The preceding was a paid program. Advice and opinions expressed during the Accident Mortgage and Realty Show are solely that of the hosts or guests of Accident Mortgage and Accident Realty Advisors and not WTMJ Radio or Scripps Media Incorporated.